In 2013, I was sitting on an airplane that was hanging out on the tarmac, waiting for its turn to pull up to the ramp to let everyone deplane. And as I sat and I waited, I noticed this cute little baby, maybe around, I don't know, nine months old or something. And he was looking at me from the row right behind me. I met this really cute baby named Bastian. So I immediately did what any kid appreciator would do. I started a game of peekaboo. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> And with each boo came the reward I was looking for, this cute little baby laugh. For literally nearly 10 minutes, this baby did not stop laughing. It simply did not get old to him. He was so heart-melting, honestly. And I finally asked his parents if I could film his reaction to my peekaboos because I wanted to show, you know, my family this cute baby. And his parents happily said yes. So I rolled camera on my phone and I continued this game for another minute. It was a really fun way to pass the time just sitting there on the tarmac. And once I stopped the video, the thought came into my head to maybe try uploading the video to YouTube just for kicks. And I had never actually spontaneously uploaded a mobile video to YouTube before, and I didn't have many followers at all. But I wanted to see what the mobile uploading process was like. I mean, remember, this was 2013. I mean, nowadays, everything is a mobile upload. But back then, not so much. So I asked the baby's parents if they were okay with me posting the video on YouTube because I wanted their permission. I didn't want to just put their kid in front of people. And when they shrugged and they said that they didn't mind at all, I just went ahead and uploaded it. And basically, that video didn't see any eyeballs watching it for years, and I really didn't give it a second thought. Then, four years later... Some random UK-based licensing agency reached out and they asked if they could license that less than a minute long baby video that I had on YouTube, where they would try to apparently promote the video and then we would share in any profits earned through YouTube monetization. And again, I had all but forgotten that that video even existed at this point. And it only had probably a handful of views, so I figured, hey, I don't have anything to lose. A contract was signed and I again forgot about the video. Then. About four months after that, I suddenly started receiving a lot of notifications that comments were being left on one of my YouTube videos. I mean, that was kind of cool to see because after all, as a filmmaker, I often uploaded some of the film projects I had poured my heart and soul and time and sometimes my bank account into, hoping that they would reach out and maybe touch somebody who was surfing YouTube. Maybe one of those projects was getting some appreciation, which I would have loved. But when I looked at my YouTube channel, it turned out that the spike in views was for the one video I had put virtually no time or thought into at all. That spontaneous peekaboo baby video. So of course the irony made me laugh. I mean, isn't that just how life works? Specifically, the baby video was getting thousands of views now each day, sometimes tens of thousands of views in a day. And while the number of views per day has ebbed and flowed since then, People still continued to watch that video on YouTube over the years since. And today, that silly 50-second video of me playing peekaboo on a grounded airplane has garnered nearly 18 million views. While my second most popular video, a short film I wrote and directed in grad school and put my heart and soul into, sits at 350,000. <laughs> so I'm basically a one-hit wonder, if you can even call me a hit at all. And I did get paid a bit for this video, not much, 
And this licensing company took 50%, apparently. But of course, it was more than I was earning on YouTube before, so can't complain about that. To this day, I don't know what that agency did, if anything, to pump up the views on that video, or if it just coincidentally fits some updated algorithm that started recommending the video to random people on YouTube. But it proved to me that the internet is a fickle place. I even offered a second video to the agency, and we signed a contract on that one as well, with me hoping for similar results. Hey, I made money on the other one. Maybe I could make some money on this one. But alas, that particular video garnered no extra views, and the contract was eventually dropped. But this episode isn't about me, thankfully. Today's story is about a kind-hearted family who did just what I did one day. They uploaded a video to YouTube without thinking much of it. And once that video hit cyberspace, their lives were thrown into an unexpected whirlwind of change in a way few people experience. Thanks for being here. I'm Jolie Hales, and this is Podsitivity. In a normal Arizona neighborhood, in a normal Arizona home, lives Katie, her husband David, and their two girls, Chloe, age 11, and Lily, age 16. By all accounts, they're a normal family, so much so that we could almost end the episode here with the story being, once upon a time, there was a normal family who lived a normal family life. That would almost be true. Until you got online and realized that for the last 10 years, the uniqueness of their experiences truly set them apart from the masses. But let's start at the beginning. 16 years ago, when Katie's firstborn, Lily, came into the world. I remember holding Lily as a baby in the hospital, and I was holding her, and I was looking at her in her eyes and like having this connection. And then out of nowhere, I felt this like unbelievable feeling that Lily was going to touch the world somehow. And I always thought that was really interesting. That's Katie, Lily's mom. Any parent will tell you that when they hold their first baby in their arms, they envision great things for them, hope that their lives carry them in the best of directions. But this thought was somehow different for Katie. It felt like more of an impression than just a thought. Like she was being told through her mind what her daughter's future would actually hold. And she didn't quite know how to interpret that thought. So with a thought tucked into the back of her mind, Katie took Lily home from the hospital and she and David began to live their lives together as a family of three with new little Lily. She learned to talk very early. She could speak like full sentences at 18 months old. And she walked when she was 10 months old. So she was just always on the go. Years went by. And by the time Lily was five years old, it was well evident that Lily was a special girl. She is the sweetest, kindest, most generous girl you'll ever meet. As an example, think of how the average child expresses gratitude. Maybe if they're really excited for something, they jump up and down, or they shout, or they do one of those funny little jigs we parents have all grown to love. Some kids maybe will say just a bashful thank you and gratitude, maybe prompted by their parents, or they might hug the person giving the gift to them or the service to them. 
Some kids skip the expression of gratitude completely and they focus only on the gift and really don't give a second thought to the gift giver. But Lily, when she was grateful, she cried. Just broke down in happy, thankful tears. We'd be out in the store and she'd see a stuffed animal that she wanted and I said she can get it. She would literally well up with tears and say, thank you, mom. And while Lily's sweet tears of thanks touched those she spent time with on a regular basis, her small circle of loved ones hardly qualified as, quote, the world, as the impression had outlined to Katie years earlier. Not yet, anyway. The year was now 2011. And while Katie and David were enjoying their life with five-year-old Lily and had just welcomed another little girl, Chloe, into their family, they had fallen on hard times. Our family was really bad off financially, and my husband had lost multiple jobs. We were just kind of in that funk where just things were not connecting for us. It was a really hard time for us spiritually, mentally, physically. They were living in a tiny duplex apartment owned by a family member, and they knew that any day now they would lose their car. And as anyone who has struggled financially before can relate, there were some really dark days of fear and uncertainty for Katie. It's one thing to be broke when it's just you, But when you have a family, a husband down on his luck, and two daughters to take care of, the stakes are raised, the fears are heightened, and it's easy to simply fall into despair. And while Katie certainly felt downtrodden during many moments throughout this time, she did what she could to hang on and to not give up. She had hope and faith that they would find work again, somehow, in some way, and that their family wouldn't become destitute but she never imagined just how her prayers would be answered. And before I tell you, I need to point out one important little factor in this story. There was one place in the world Katie loved more than anywhere else, a place that brought her joy even when life didn't seem to want to do the same. That place was Disneyland. It's just like, it's my happy place. If I'm sad, depressed, stressed, I go to Disneyland. I'm having a hard week. If I can make it work, we take our family to Disneyland. It's kind of like where we go to just like recharge as a family. For Katie, the slogan of Disneyland being the happiest place on earth was simply a statement of fact. Like many children, Lily had grown up watching Disney movies and shows. They had taken trips to Disneyland ever since she was a baby and everybody in their family were big fans. Although they hadn't been there in a while. So at this time, when their family was struggling and life was particularly difficult, Katie craved another trip to Disneyland. For herself, yeah, but especially for her tender little girl. Their youngest daughter, Chloe, was less than a year old and probably wouldn't know the difference between Mickey Mouse and mashed peas. But Lily? She had Disney songs memorized, favorite characters she wanted to hug, rides she wanted to go on. I mean, when times are hard, you try to hide the struggles from your kids, but you can never really know what they're truly picking up on, right? Plus, Lily was turning six, and Katie couldn't think of a better birthday gift for her. They obviously didn't have the money for any kind of lavish trip. They couldn't afford flights. And since they didn't have the money to keep making car payments, it was just a matter of days before they would lose their car. But after talking things over with her husband, David, they decided that if they drove a few hundred miles each way while they still had the car, stayed with relatives in California, and used the annual passes they already had, they could make the trip for cheap. Well worth the effort in Katie's eyes if it meant raising the family's spirits. So, 
Katie and David planned out the trip, and rather than filling Lily in on the exciting plans, they decided to do something different. We decided to surprise Lily with a trip to Disneyland. She was five turning six, and we had family members kind of scattered throughout the country. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to shoot this video and I'll send it to our family members. So I thought up this idea of like packing a road trip bag full of like all Disney themed goodies. And I was going to film it. So Katie found a pink Disney princess backpack, filled it up with little gifts and handed it to Lily. Hey, Lily, do you want to open a birthday present early? Yeah. You do? Okay, go sit on the couch. Is your birthday coming? Yeah. Okay. So just open that backpack. Lily unzipped it and looked inside. Oh my goodness. Well, what's in there? Pull the stuff out. I got a movie. How'd you know I won this, huh? Yeah. What else? I got another movie. How'd you know I won this? I How? didn't. How? I just didn't. Mommy, how? A couple DVDs. A small art set. Those! Pajamas! Ooh. What kind are those? There's a monster. I mean, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse? What else is in there? Minnie Mouse pajamas that were a little hard to identify at first. <gasps> wow! Some snacks. What's it say? I love Disneyland. A t-shirt with Mickey that? and his friends on it that said, I love Disney. Snacks. A few more snacks. What else is in here? More snacks. That's it. And then? Where do you think we should take all this stuff? Leave it here. Where do you want to go with it? Um, if you could go anywhere, where would you want to go? Why don't we go? Okay, let's go. Now. Today. I'm being I'm being serious. We going? We're leaving today to go to Disneyland. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Are we done? Yes, we're going. We're going. <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs> it's for your birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> Happy birthday! No, in a week, but we're going. I'm crying too. I'm crying too. You excited? Give daddy hugs. We're going when daddy gets home from work. When daddy gets home from work. Do a happy dance. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. Okay, bye. She started sobbing uncontrollably, which I thought maybe she'd tear up because she's always been such an emotional child, especially related to gratitude. And with that, Katie quickly posted the video on her Facebook page so her friends and her family could enjoy it, finished loading up their car, and the family headed off to Disneyland. And just as Katie had hoped, the trip was a blessing to their spirits. Lily loved meeting the characters which just melts my heart because I still love meeting the characters. But she loved the character interactions and all of Fantasyland. She was kind of a little scaredy cat for the bigger rides, but she would dance in the parades. The trip was exactly what they had hoped it would be. And when they had some downtime during the trip, 
Katie opened up her phone and she noticed that Lily's video was getting some traction on Facebook. My friends that were watching it were like, you have to put this on YouTube. It is gold. And I'm like, YouTube? Katie had never put anything on YouTube before, but she thought, what the hey? Maybe someone out there in the land of the interwebs would enjoy this video. So a few days later, once the family returned from their trip, Katie created a YouTube account and uploaded the video to a subscriber base of zero. And within 24 hours, it was going insanely viral. Before Katie could process what was going on, the video had 10,000 views. And I thought 10,000 was insane. But 10,000 became 20,000, then 50,000, then 100,000, and the number just kept climbing. And then the phone calls started coming, the emails. I have no idea how these people get my phone number, but we have news outlets calling and my friends calling and saying, I saw it here, I saw it there, I saw, oh my gosh, Lily's on this channel. and. I literally cried for two days straight. Not so much because I was frightened. I was just so overwhelmed because you put something out into the world and then it's gone and it goes and you no longer have control of that thing. And that thing being my child's image, it was just crazy, crazy experience to see this Never in a thousand years did Katie think uploading the video would actually take off like that. After all, 300 hours of content is uploaded to YouTube every single minute. That would make going viral statistically comparable to being struck by lightning. But lightning had struck. And suddenly, Katie found her family featured by online publications everywhere, from the Huffington Post to Good Morning America. And within days, Katie, Lily, and her family were on an airplane flying to New York City to appear on the national TV show Fox and Friends. We just couldn't believe it. I feel like at that point, I realized, okay, this is like huge. Just a few days earlier, they couldn't afford to fly to Disneyland. And now they were being flown across the country, all expenses paid. And as for Lily... She stayed her sweet self. She was just having the time of her life. Because I don't think she fully comprehended still what was going on. Lily didn't know what viral was. She just knew that her presence made people happy. And that made her happy. But at six years old, she was old enough to know that things were suddenly a little different than before. I think that whole thing came at her just like it came at us. She was fully aware. She knew why she was going to New York. She knew why people were calling out her names. We were in Times Square and people were like, Lily, did you enjoy Disneyland? Lily, now age 16, remembers when she started to realize that strangers everywhere knew who she was. When we were in New York, we had done, what was it, Fox and Friends? Yeah. And I walked out and everyone was like, Lily! And my dad had to like pick me up and put me on his shoulders because everyone was like pointing at me and like, there's Lily! The best part about Lily's video going viral was that it was popular in such a wholesome way that it was getting almost exclusively positive attention. The positivity that the video gave, like I literally read comments for hours at a time that just loaded up on our videos and people were like, it's so good to see a kid so excited. I mean, sure, for every 100 positive comments, there was a negative one from some weirdo out there on the internet. But a 100 to 1 ratio on a YouTube video is pretty darn good. After all, there were a lot of viral videos out there, but 
Many of them were viral because someone said or did something stupid or hurtful, and the world wanted to maybe make fun of them or cry outrage. It was a breath of fresh air to be like a little positive slice of the internet pie, not so much negative because the internet can be so negative and hurtful. But there was another incredible blessing, an answer to prayer that came in the uniquest of ways. They got paid. I just, you know, remember when Lily's video hit and we got that first check from YouTube. It was, I remember it was $3,800, which was like an exorbitant amount of money for us. And we were just so incredibly grateful. Like we were able to get a car. My husband found a job and he was able to get to and from that job. And that's kind of like, you know, the side of this that people don't understand. Never had Katie thought that uploading Lily's video would ever mean making money. I mean, sure, you hear about the YouTubers who get paid big bucks for their videos, but those are the lucky few. You can't really bank on something like that happening because, I mean, no one really knows what will go viral and what won't. But in Katie's family's case, deciding to put that video on the internet simply saved her family from financial hardship. Something Katie, to this day, feels incredibly grateful for. It's just been such an amazing experience and a humbling experience on a spiritual level to feel like somehow, somewhere, we were worthy of such a cool life and something we didn't seek out and something that we didn't expect. But to have it just be such a blessing in our life in times when we needed it, I just love it. I love it all. And just on a personal note, when Lily's surprise video went viral, I was actually working as what's called an ambassador for Disneyland, which is sort of a media spokesperson and representative of all of the what we call cast members or the employees who work at the Disneyland Resort. So at the theme parks and the hotels in that area. Please welcome our Disney ambassador, Jolie Hales. So at the time, I was very much eating, sleeping, breathing and believing in the Disneyland purpose of making people happy. And I remember that another cast member shared Lily's video with me soon after it was published, and I even got a little teary-eyed, and I'm honestly not usually a crier. Well, I'm pregnant right now, so I am more of a crier, but I'm usually not a crier. But it was just so touching and sweet to see an authentic reaction from a child just based on the news that she would be going to this place that I spent my days, every day. And I remember just loving this girl, Lily, immediately when I watched her. And of course, Lily's video started a trend of many people filming their kids' reactions to Disneyland surprises and then uploading them to YouTube. It kind of spawned like a whole generation of Disneyland surprise videos, which I think is really cool. So they couldn't stay away from Disneyland for long after that. Nine months after Lily's video was published, Katie and her family decided to take another trip to the happiest place on Earth. But this time, things were very different. She was getting recognized everywhere, getting like the red carpet treatment. Because, I mean, think about it. She was surrounded by the very people who were most likely to have seen her video. Disneyland cast members and fellow Disneyland aficionados. And to kick it all off, right when the family first walked through the front gates, they headed to City Hall to get some celebration pins from guest relations that they give out, like, I'm celebrating a birthday, or I'm just celebrating existence of humanity, or whatever you want to celebrate. 
And when it was their turn at the counter, they noticed one of the cast members looking at them with a smile. This man had apparently seen Lily's video and recognized this little girl who was standing in front of him. So the cast member gave them a phone number and told them to call it later in the day. Hours later, Katie was on the phone with some Disney cast members. And they're like, are you sitting down? We are going to have you guys stay in the dream suite. And I've been a Disney fan my entire life. I was born and raised in Southern California. I like literally, I was freaking out, crying, so happy. And for those who don't know what the Dream Suite is, this was a really big deal. The Dream Suite is a 2200 square foot luxury suite that was basically envisioned and designed by Walt Disney himself with his wife, who is also named Lily, actually, which is kind of interesting now that I think about it. But this Dream Suite was designed to accommodate VIPs who visited the park. And the suite is basically located above the Pirates of the Caribbean entrance inside New Orleans in Disneyland Park. If you've walked by there, you've probably seen it. You may not realize that you've seen it. I've been in there and it's amazing. It has multiple like elaborate rooms with touches of magic moments in all of them. Like when the grandfather clock chimes a certain time, Disney classic songs play with various effects, including this mechanical bird that sings along that actually has a lot to do with Walt Disney's history of building the park. There's this train that goes around a track and then it activates these other sort of animated decor elements. There's this faux fireplace that displays castle fireworks and this really cool starry sky effect that appears above the bathtub in one of the bathrooms. And the ability to stay in the dream suite is incredibly exclusive. I mean, you can't buy reservations. You basically either have to win some big contest or on rare occasions be offered the opportunity. And that's exactly what happened to Katie's family. All of this because a mom decided to upload a video to YouTube. (laughs) Which, speaking of, as of this recording, the original YouTube video of Lily's Disneyland surprise has more than 19 million views. I imagine and I hope that that's made more than just a few car payments by now. I love you! I love you too! After the surprise video really took off, Katie could tell by the nature of the comments it was getting that people on the internet must have been craving wholesome material. The cash didn't hurt to be sure, but Katie really liked seeing her family bring joy to other people. So from there, it was just natural to share more video moments with the world. We kind of like let our YouTube channel take off and we just started making very short videos. Uh, those, the world on fire. I was still very unaware, technically, like, I didn't know what I was doing, so I would just upload these quick videos, no editing, no nothing, no music, really singing or dancing and playing with Chloe. Watch out! Because at this point, for the two years, Lily was the star. She was in the spotlight, and Chloe was her little sidekick. And so we got a lot of good response from the videos that we uploaded, and we were just having fun with it. I never was like, oh, I'm going to make a career out of this. It was just something fun I did on the side of being a mom. They probably had about 50,000 YouTube subscribers around this time, which is not a huge number in YouTuber land, but it's also not a poke in the eye with a sharp stick either. I mean, it was enough to engage with an active followership without seeing these viral numbers on additional videos. 
And at a certain point, Katie remembered years back when Lily had been born, when she had held her little girl in her arms and felt like this little baby would someday touch the world. And here she was doing just that. The thought brought sort of a grateful peace to Katie, and she felt blessed to have this sweet little Lily in her life. And this is where you would think the story ends, right? You know, a a family posts a video online and it goes viral. They're saved from financial hardship and then they live a couple months in the spotlight before fading back into normalcy with the rest of us. But while it doesn't happen often, sometimes lightning strikes twice. About two years after Lily's Disneyland surprise video was published, Katie figured it was time for another Disneyland trip, which meant another Disneyland surprise for Lily. And because they had established a cadence of posting videos to their YouTube page by now, it meant it was time to make another Disneyland surprise video. This time, Lily was about to turn eight years old, and the family was driving in the car. Hi, Gloomy. Hi. Hi, Lily. Lily sat in one seat, hugging her Duffy bear, which, for those of you who may not know, is Mickey Mouse's teddy bear that is especially popular in Japan. I mean, when you work for Disney, you absorb random facts like these. But anyway, in this video, Lily is sitting in one seat, and then next to her is her two-year-old sister, Chloe, sitting in a car seat. Their dad is driving off camera, and Katie is basically behind the camera in the passenger seat, filming the girls riding behind her. Where are we going, Lily? School. I know, school's so fun! Uh It's not fun? Uh At one point, the car slows down in front of the school, but then it starts moving again. Lily realizes that they didn't stop like they were supposed to. Daddy passed school. (laughs) No school. Pull over. No school. Dad pulls the car over. The camera focuses on Lily. (laughs) No school. You want to ditch school today? Uh huh. Let's ditch school today. Yay! I think we should ditch school and go to Disneyland. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Lily's eyes get huge and her mouth opens wide as she struggles to know how to react. Finally. You're serious? Yeah. No. We're going to Disneyland again. No, we don't. Yes, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, honey. We're going again. Oh, my God. Oh, honey. Oh, my God. Chloe, we're going to Disneyland. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, we're going, Lily, for three days at Disneyland. When? Today. <laughs> you Here, deserve it. You deserve it, honey. We love you so much. As you can hear, Lily was once again overwhelmed with her emotions at the thought of going back to Disneyland. The surprise had worked again. And when Katie uploaded this video right away, it was like deja vu. Just like before, the view count started to soar. But this time... While people were touched by Lily's sweet reaction, it wasn't Lily who was getting most of the attention. It was Chloe. Chloe, we're going to Disneyland! And I panned over to Chloe, and Chloe was making the same face that she makes every day, all day at home. So I never even considered the face as funny or anything. I'm just like, Lily's crying and this is incredible and it's another great moment. But throughout this second Disneyland surprise reveal, Chloe, 
two years old and without a clue as to what was really going on, was just sitting there, sort of studying the scene in front of her. In fact, Chloe, now 10 years old, remembers that moment. I do remember sitting in the car and being really confused. I was just like, why is Lily crying and why is my mom recording me? And Chloe's confused facial expression was just too much for the internet to handle. While her big sister cried these tears of gratitude, the camera panned over to Chloe to reveal this side-eyed look that almost said... So what? Apparently, my daughter's super, super adorable with her buck teeth and I don't care vibe. And a lot of people can relate to that. And unlike with their first viral video, this one was taken a step further. Someone in the interwebs took a screenshot of our video and literally launched one of the most popular memes ever created. Someone, and to this day, only the person responsible knows who, captured Chloe's I don't care facial expression, posted it somewhere online, and it began to spread across cyberspace like a grass fire. Specifically, people on the internet started pasting this screenshot of Chloe's face next to images or slogans they felt deserved a sort of I don't care response. And for those of you listening who didn't grow up with meme culture, a meme is basically a picture or sometimes a video clip that is copied and reposted over and over and over again, spreading very quickly across the internet, often with funny slogans added or maybe slight modifications made along the way. And Chloe was now basically a meme. I mean, for instance, if you do a quick Google search for side-eye meme girl, you can see some of the ways Chloe's image was used. One of them shows her picture and says, quote, when someone you don't like sits next to you. Another says, did you just say unicorns don't exist? And yet another says, blaring Christmas music in September be like dot dot dot. I could go on and on. I mean, there are probably thousands upon thousands of different ways Chloe's picture was used in memes, all of them showing that cute side-eyed little girl with the two front teeth. And that's the thing with these memes. It's like, You could get on and say, hi, hello, everyone. My name is Katie. And someone can take that and turn it into something that means something else for something else. It's just like a a snowball rolling down a hill. You know, it's just it gains this traction and it goes and it's uncontrollable. Apparently, that one facial expression was the one relatable visual the world wanted at that moment in time, for better or for worse. And I'm like, what on earth is this? Because they took Chloe's face and they put it on every single pop icon you can think of, like Nicki Minaj's face and Miley Cyrus's face, the wrecking ball face, uh, just like things that were like very much inappropriate. And I was like, whoa, this is vastly different than what I dealt with with Lily. When Lily's first video had gone viral, everything had pretty much stayed in the wholesome realm, from the comments to the reposts. I mean, it was rare that it stepped outside of family-friendly territory. And that made this sudden burst of fame much easier for the family to manage at the time. But with Chloe, suddenly people were posting her two-year-old face next to scantily dressed pop stars and controversial public figures, or pretty much anything people felt deserved a side-eyed, what's your deal kind of response. And there was nothing Katie could do to control it, because once something is out there on the internet, you can't take it back. And the fact that it went viral again is like something that People say, oh, you knew it was going to be viral. No, you never know what's going to be viral and what isn't. And 
what Katie is saying is totally true. I mean, just because you have one viral video doesn't mean you'll have another one. In fact, most viral video posters tend to be one-hit wonders, except for the few who find a way to turn their channel into maybe a popular business. Even then, those bigger YouTubers will get a few million views on additional videos over time, but that doesn't necessarily make those additional videos viral. That's the number one question we get asked. How do I make a viral video? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I still could not tell you because it's pure luck. Katie thought her YouTube audience of 50,000 or so subscribers would probably appreciate another Lily Disneyland surprise video. But to have it go viral was actually quite unexpected. So I'm like, definitely our audience wants to see another Disneyland surprise. But to have it go viral for the complete opposite for Chloe and for completely different reasons. Like now we're talking about Lily crying and Chloe being like, what the heck's wrong with my sister? You know, this became more than just a Disneyland surprise video. And it was all about Chloe. And because Katie had uploaded this video before leaving for Disneyland instead of after the trip like last time, this second viral explosion happened while Katie's family was physically at Disneyland. I was on my phone the whole time, just fielding calls. It was crazy. News companies from all around the United States were calling and asking for permission to use Chloe's image. Asking us to go here, go there. And I'm like, I'm at Disneyland with my family. Like, I can't exactly go anywhere. Which was, it was good because like with Lily, it was just like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I didn't know what I was doing, what was happening. And with this, it felt, it felt familiar, but different. And while Katie juggled phone calls, they were also juggling the barrage of people at Disneyland who recognized Chloe. People were freaking out and it was not like what we saw with Lily. It was a different fan base because... Now we're relating to people with the stank face. You know what I mean? Like, they just loved it so much. And people would come up to Chloe to talk to her, and she would just be sitting in her stroller making that face. Because that's how she looked all the time. And they just thought it was hilarious. And while it was a little hectic, seeing the joy that Chloe's natural resting face brought others actually brought a lot of joy to Katie and their family. Where other parents might have been a little bit weirded out by this sudden barrage of attention, Katie accepted it as an opportunity to, again, bring a little sunshine to other people. We did our Disneyland trip and we came home and then it just like started raining Chloe memes in our house. And from then on, Chloe took a toddler step into stardom. It was just exploding everywhere. We didn't go anywhere. The news outlets kind of just came to us. They started giving interviews, and before they knew it, Chloe and her meme were plastered across global news. Hundreds of articles and news stories popped up all over the world. The memes, they just kept going, and they never stopped, and they haven't stopped. And suddenly, the Clem family found themselves living a sort of dream life even bigger than before, while Chloe, understandably confused at the newfound attention she was getting all the time from complete strangers, naturally continued making that same face she was now famous for. Chloe was in a Cheerios commercial. We've worked with Xbox and Pizza Hut. We've been to Brazil two times. We've been to Mexico on an all-expense-paid trip and been able to see all the beautiful, amazing sights in Cancun. We have gone to a movie premiere, which is by far the coolest thing that we've done. They were able to introduce their faith to the world and were featured in a magazine read by members of their faith, which meant a lot to them. 
they've been able to have a successful Instagram account with more than half a million followers who absolutely love Chloe. David and I talk about this all the time where it's just literally like a meteor. We're just traveling somewhere and out of nowhere we get hit. And our trajectory is spun to a completely different universe. And this is our life now. And like, I wouldn't change it for anything. It has given us so much. I was like probably like four or five when I started to understand why people were like um, chasing me around or not like chasing, but like asking for pictures and and autographs and stuff like that. That's Chloe today remembering back. I was um, just walking around the mall and people were just like, oh my gosh, Chloe, can we have a picture? And I was just like really confused because I didn't know anybody. So I was just like. Um, sure. <laughs> Chloe's face was on ABC News, Fox, The Huff Post, The Washington Post, MSN, Yahoo, BuzzFeed, The BBC, Mashable, Gizmodo, the list goes on and on and on. If you Google her name nowadays, there are pages and pages and pages of news publications who have featured Chloe and her meme in some sort of way. Chloe started showing up on merchandise, everything from t-shirts to hats to stickers. Chloe's side-eye face was now available to wear in multiple sizes. The Clems sold the exclusive merchandise rights to a thing called What Do You Meme, which has made and sold cards, games, calendars, and so on. Most recently, they were able to sell a digital image of Chloe's meme in what's known as an NFT sale, where they earned $75,000. The buyer? A music company based in Dubai. When we went to Brazil, like all the teenagers, they would like scream and be like, oh my gosh, Chloe! And like chase me down for a picture or an autograph and like one time I said no to a girl because I was just so tired and then she she walked away crying and I'm like oh and I felt bad and tried to give it her a picture but it was too late. All this because someone out there clipped a screenshot from their video. Most importantly I've been able to see my girls bond in a way that most sisters don't. Oh my gosh. They will always know how each other feels in the future about being famous and viral. And so I'm really appreciative of that connection that they have. A connection that was created under unique circumstances. Because, I mean, how often do two different siblings both go viral on their own at separate times? I have two sisters and I'm very close to them. And, you know, to be able to talk to my sisters about shared experiences has been worth its weight in gold. And I feel like in the future, you know, my girls will be able to relate and be close. And if they have concerns or issues, because with Chloe, at least like this is going to be her life for the rest of her life. As long as the internet is the internet, (laughs) she will be side-eye Chloe. And Lily's always been very supportive of her and That's been one of the greatest things for David and I to see. And despite all the attention, all the news stories, the social kudos, this fame around the world, anyone who met Chloe and Lily noticed something right off the bat. Their kindness and humility. So this is how David and I plan to raise our kids from the beginning, is just to always be grateful and, you know, taking moments where we're at these incredible places and to sit down with them and be like, look around, open your eyes, look at this amazing thing that you're seeing. You know, this is not normal and you are incredibly blessed. And, you know, that's one of the major feedbacks that we get from everyone we meet is how humble and kind and sweet the girls are, which just makes my heart melt because 
every day I feel like I'm doing something wrong <laughs> as a parent. And then I hear things like that. I'm like, you know what? Something. I'm doing something right. And I feel like I am raising incredible, kind, caring human beings. I've got to do a lot of cool things. And it makes me think, wow, I'm not an ordinary kid. I've done a lot more things than some other kids have not even done before. And part of their approach to parenting was simple. Stick together as a family, recognize and be grateful for all you have, and always put family first. We've been very purposeful about keeping the girls together. Chloe was able to go to Brazil. Um, she's super famous in Brazil for some reason. Um, but we went to Brazil and we did a Google campaign there and Chloe was all over Sao Paulo, all over the billboards. And they just, like Lily was there and they got to model and and go to this huge party. And so it's kind of, we've always just had them together. If Chloe was invited somewhere, we included Lily and vice versa. And Lily, who had suddenly fallen into fame with the first video at the young age of six, now saw people turn their attention away from her and to her little sister. With Lily, with her being the sweet, gracious child that she is, you know, Lily had two years of this in the spotlight and then Chloe had her video and I remember Chloe was getting a ton of attention and Lily kind of fell to the sidelines a little bit. And I remember talking to her and I've been like, you know, a lot of things are happening for Chloe. And I knew that her face was going to be on merchandise and different things. And Lily was like, I had two years. It's time for Chloe to shine. And of course, my heart just melted because that's Lily for you. She's just that sweet soul. And as you might imagine... As Lily and Chloe drew the public eye, Katie began hearing from others that it was time to move them to Hollywood to become child stars. A lot of parents that I've seen in this market with viral videos, they try to capitalize on it and kind of take it as far as they can go, which is great. And some people have a lot of success. For me, Lily's video hit and Disney reached out and they're like, move to LA, we'll get her in TV, and we'll get her in movies, and you know, all of that is fancy and glitter and Hollywood. Katie really couldn't believe it. I mean, just a few weeks before Lily's video, they had felt financially downtrodden, barely hanging on to hope. And now suddenly the most iconic entertainment company in the world was saying they wanted her daughter to come to Hollywood and be in movies. It was a lot to take in, but something just didn't feel right about it. At least not for them. I just felt that that wasn't right for Lily. And I didn't think uprooting our entire family. People just sometimes don't believe me that I, I really, this has always been about our family and what's best for our girls. And that's why I feel like things have gone the way that they've gone is I've just really stuck to my gut. Even when I really wanted to do some things, you know, like taking Lily to California. But I'm just like, you know, overall, would this be good for her? And I never felt like it would. So she declined. And let me emphasize this. She declined an invitation from people in Hollywood to potentially bring something to her daughter that millions of people across this world crave. Fame and fortune. And this is honestly one of the reasons Katie and her family stood out to me and made me want to talk to them for this podcast. When I worked in the film industry, I worked with a number of child actors, which also meant working with their parents. And while many of them were cool and helpful and talented, like, for instance, I worked with Haley Steinfeld and her mom right before her career really took off. And, and they were great to work with. 
a lot of kids and their stage mom parents were great. But on the flip side, I've also seen the darker side of child acting. The intense parents who seem to be in the business because maybe, I don't know, they want fame and they're trying to vicariously get it through their child. I mean, I even had to fire one child actor, not because the child was misbehaving, but because the mother was completely out of line, interrupting setups with irrational demands that, you know, like her child be put in front of the camera at all times and given extra privileges when the child wasn't even in a major role and it didn't make sense to do any of that. But beyond the stage parents is the track record of what happens to many child actors in the long run. If they don't ever see fame or fortune, at best, they grow up doing schoolwork on a set away from other kids their own age. And if they do find fame, they spend their formative years in a Hollywood world, a world of glitz and glamour and pressure and open morality that can be confusing to a child. While some childhood stars end up coming out of that world, of course, unscathed, many more, as we are reminded again and again by magazine headlines in the grocery checkout aisle, do not. So when I learned about Lily and Chloe's viral video story and that they were now living in Arizona instead of Hollywood at the time, actually as neighbors to one of my brothers, it caught my attention. I mean, I was surprised and I was curious why they had chosen to continue living in a normal Arizona neighborhood instead of among the celebrity world. Is a hit and miss. Like, is it worth it? We only have one life. Is it worth it? And when my girls were so young, I still felt like they couldn't really make decisions for themselves. Of course, every kid wants to be on TV, but I was like, let's hold off. And I have no regrets to this day. And that's not to say that those who pursue dreams in Hollywood are doing something wrong. It's it's just riskier when you're a child and it's difficult to resist the lure of lights. And as I spoke to Chloe and Lily, it was obvious to me that her kids trusted their mom's judgment. They didn't resent her for keeping them in Arizona, away from Hollywood lights. If anything, they may love her more for it. My mom is the best. She does, like, all kind of things for us. And, like, she takes us to Disneyland a lot. And that's really fun. And it's fun to have her as a mom. Straight from Chloe. I think my mom's, like, the best person I know. She's definitely my hero. And, like, somebody who's always been there for me through everything. And someone who I knew I could count on. Straight from Lily. But the popularity of the second viral video came with its challenges, too. There were some memes I just was not a fan of. While Lily's first surprise video had received an overwhelmingly positive response from the public, this second surprise video had a slightly different reception. There was a lot more negativity with this video. I don't ever talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it just because I think it's important, but... We got a lot of negativity uh, because Lily was not in a seatbelt. It's true. I mean, if you've seen the second video, while Lily and her reaction are adorable, Lily's seatbelt is hanging there, not strapped on. And when some people online saw that, they lost their minds. That whole experience really opened my eyes to how quickly the internet can turn on you. You know, the internet had known our family for two years and I upload this video and the next thing I'm this terrible, horrible mom because I didn't buckle my child and they need to call CPS on me. And so that was like a whole new different emotion for me personally. Katie actually felt really bad about it. I mean, of course, she usually buckled her kids into seatbelts. Her other daughter, Chloe, was buckled snugly into a car seat in the same video. But since the idea for the video was 
to just drive a couple blocks and pull over, she said. In the excitement of this new surprise, somehow the seatbelt was overlooked, which is not good, of course. Safety is the most important thing, first and foremost. And the Internet made sure Katie paid the price for that mistake. The Internet will take and pick apart every positive thing, every negative thing. And that was rough. That was rough for me. That's another thing about the Internet, right? People can judge your whole life from a single snapshot in time because that's often the only point of reference people have. And some people assume it's enough with which to judge a person's whole character. I mean, you could buckle into seatbelts 99.99999 repeated percent of the time. But if the photo or the video you post shows a lack of seatbelt, you're suddenly known as the mom who doesn't seatbelt her kids ever. And in Katie's case, she went from mom of the year to being unfit to keep her own children. And I mean, this isn't exactly the same, but from a personal standpoint, if you remember back to that silly video I talked about earlier of me playing peekaboo with a cute baby on an airplane, one of the negative comments I get probably thousands of on a regular basis is the comment that I'm being rude to the other passengers trying to sleep on the plane. Never mind the fact that the flight was over, the plane was parked, and we were all just waiting to get off the plane, as is evidenced by the people standing in the aisle with luggage and the lack of flight noise, but you know, such is the internet. But you know, I can laugh and roll my eyes at comments that say that I'm not courteous because it's not a big deal. It would be a lot more difficult to be repeatedly accused of being a bad mom or told that people were calling CPS because of a mistake that was caught on camera. I mean, that would really hurt. And beyond that, other comments targeted Katie's kids. Being in this situation as it was unfolding was really hard. Really test my patience and my strength and tested like my mom instincts to want to murder people with my bare hands <laughs> when they would say terrible things about my kids. And But I feel like as a family, you know, we have just gotten so much closer. It is, I know how uniquely blessed we are. Katie acknowledges that negative comments are just part of having any part of your life in the public eye. That's just how it works. But perhaps the most hurtful comments came not from the faceless strangers on the internet, but from people she knew. Friends, neighbors, and members of her own community, the people she saw face to face. There were times where they would look at Chloe's meme and say things like, I would never do that to my child. I would never submit my child to this, you know, craziness online. Which felt like a bit of a blanket sweep. And I'm just like, first and foremost, I didn't do that. I didn't create the meme. But on the other hand, you know, it's a good example of you put something out there in the internet and you never get it back. And it goes and it no longer becomes yours. And luckily, I mean, I was pretty cool with everything that has come out from it, but it was really hard to get those judgmental comments, you know, from people, you know, it was kind of hurtful, but, you know, at the end of the day, I was pretty happy and secure with everything that had happened, but it's hard to explain something to somebody, one, when they've never been through it, and two, when you're trying to explain it, this is, this, it just is, it just happened. It is true that anything anyone puts on the internet anywhere has the potential to go viral like Chloe's image did. I mean, popular memes have been made of private Facebook images or family photos that were only shared via email to trusted recipients. The minute it touches an Instagram or a Facebook, it no longer ceases to be a personal or private thing. 
anyone can come along, predators, random people, and take that picture. Yeah, there are copyright laws that state an original image is technically yours, but in a world of memes, suing an unknown source, let alone thousands of duplicators, isn't realistic and won't stop the grass fire from burning what is already charred to a crisp. I had people say that I was a bad mom. Not to my face, because no, <laughs> that would not fly. But just a, it's a lot of underhanded things. It was just like, I would never. Or, And the thing is, I said, you would. That's the thing. You would because of how fun it is. We all post pictures. We all think our kid is the cutest kid on the planet. But when like an entire world thinks your kid's the cutest thing ever and their buck teeth are adorable, like it's awesome. And it's hard for me to, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but like, to be honest, this has been the greatest experience of our cumulative lives as a family. And we have way more supporters than naysayers, but I mean, it hurts. It hurt when people would say stuff like that because I would never want to judge somebody who's not in my position and vice versa. Like, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Maybe people who say that kind of thing to Katie don't understand the fallacy of what they're saying, or maybe they're just more realistically speaking out of an emotion, like honestly, maybe even jealousy. I mean, hey, it'd be pretty awesome to continue to make money off of something you only had to post once. I can't really blame people for feeling some jealousy, frankly. But it's my opinion that when someone holds on to those feelings of jealousy, they're just decreasing their own level of happiness, which kind of sucks for them. And then to take it a step further and have those negative feelings fuel comments that simply hurt others I mean, let's be honest, it just isn't doing any good for the world, so both parties lose. A lot of people will use the jealous. They'll say everyone's just jealous. And for me, um, that word has like a negative connotation. I don't like to say, oh, you're just jealous of me. I think it's more about just not understanding what it's like to be in our shoes and to experience this thing. You know, if I like need to talk to someone about you know I'm having a bad day I can call my friend and be like I'm having a bad day this has happened and she goes oh yeah the same thing has happened to me I can't call up anyone and be like hey yeah this happened to me I had a viral video and I had my child go it's just like my husband and I were on an island trying to navigate all of this and having all this I won't say negativity but this like pushback But to know that behind closed doors, like what a blessing this has been for our family, you know, behind the scenes, it makes it easy to brush off kind of that kind of negativity. But to anyone really watching, that's one of the main things that stands out about Katie. Amidst the publicity and even the negativity that comes with it, she and her family shake off the negative, focus on the positive, and work to keep themselves grounded through all of it. That's kind of the lesson over the 10 years of, for me at least, because the girls don't read comments, they never have, of watching the positive and then having to sift through the negative and getting to a point where none of it bothers me. So someone could say something terrible on my girl's picture. Oh, you have an ugly kid. You have... Before I would have cried myself to sleep and now I'm just like, it doesn't even phase me because these are faceless people behind a computer that don't mean anything to me. It took many years, but I'm finally to that point where I'm like, eh, whatever. Have a wonderful, blessed day. (laughs) For one, 
Katie remembers back on what things were like before Lily and Chloe first captured the eyes of the internet. Remember, they had been in a rough spot, with two young daughters to care for. Katie's husband had lost his job and was struggling to find work. They lost their car. Things were not looking good. Finances were tough, and it took all the strength they could muster to hang on to faith. Oh my goodness. Then suddenly, Lily's video goes viral, and their prayers had been answered in the most unique of ways. And it didn't stop there. What people in cyberspace didn't know is that while Katie's family videos were filled with smiles and positivity, there were still some difficult times behind closed doors. Throughout the years, my husband was laid off at multiple jobs, but every time my husband lost a job, something would happen with the girls' videos. We'd get a sponsorship, we'd get an endorsement, or we'd get a trip somewhere that would pay for our bills. It was just like clockwork. It was pretty unbelievable. In Katie's eyes, it was too unbelievable to be just a coincidence. And she was all too aware of how uniquely blessed her family was, for which she took no credit. And, you know, with viral videos, they're literally instantaneous if you look at at time as a whole. I mean, they happen, and within like a week, it dies down, and the next video hits, and it's, you know, off with somebody else. And so... When you're in the moment and you're experiencing all of this, I remember talking to Lily. You know, we were in New York and I'm like, look around. Like, look where we are. We're in Central Park. Like, this does not happen to a lot of kids. Let's take it all in. And with the second video, too, you know, let's take it all in while while it lasts because it's very quick. It's like fire in a pan. But we'd have these incredible things that would happen. And every time, like, my husband would lose a job, you know, we, we built a house and we lost our house because my husband lost his job. It was just one after the other. But to see, like, the intertwining, you know, because I'm a very spiritual person and I truly believe that God has a plan. And sometime your plan is completely different than your friend's plan or your other friend's plan. You know, it's completely different and certain things happen to you. And this 100% happened to our family for a reason to see the blessings that have come from it. Like, it's just unbelievable. And for my kids to be able to see it has just been like the best part of this whole experience. Today, Katie, Dave, Lily, and Chloe all live in the Phoenix area. They have a normal home in a normal neighborhood, and their kids go to normal schools. I like to ride horses and I like to play soccer. I like to play softball. I need to try out for the team again, for my school team. I work, uh, hang out with friends, you know, just normal kid stuff. The family laughs together. They go out to eat. They hang out with friends and relatives, go to church, and they, they live purposeful lives. And unless you happen to follow them on the internet, you would never know just how many eyes have been watching them for a decade and still are. It's interesting because Chloe is famous for her meme and her meme alone. And that's like a snapshot of a video of a second in time. And so when people meet Chloe, they always are picturing that face. And they meet her and they're like, oh my gosh, you're like a person (laughs) and you're older. And I really truly forget how famous she actually is until someone recognizes her. Now it's few and far between because of the fact that she looks different. She has braces now and 
but when people realize it and it clicks, just watching their face. (laughs) And even though it's been eight years now since Chloe's side-eyed meme went viral, Every now and then, someone will see her and make the connection. We'll be in a restaurant, and there'll be like two booths down, and we see the meme. And a lot of the times, if we're leaving or we're passing them, I'll just go up to them and I'll be like, you guys can say hi to her. You can take a picture. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> and Chloe loves it. If you're listening to this and you see Chloe, she wants you to say hi to her. She loves it. And because they've always made a point to stay close together as a family, Lily is still supportive when her little sister gets attention. With Lily, it's different. There's not so much like a fandom around her. It's sad because she's Chloe's sister. And that's kind of where Lily has struggled the last few years going into junior high. You know, when she's been bullied, it's always like, you know, you're only famous because of your sister or you're only well known because of Chloe and you'll never be Chloe. Just horrible, mean things to Lily's face. And that's been hard on her. And that's something that David and I could have never predicted. You know, you don't ever predict kids being that cruel. But I will use the jealousy phrase with this situation (laughs) because, I mean, Lily's beautiful and she's kind and she is well known. And so I feel like kids get very jealous and that's okay. They don't understand. I spoke to Lily, who is now 16, for a few minutes after talking to her mom, and one thing remains clear. Although she has grown now into this beautiful young woman, she is definitely still the kind, sensitive girl she's always been. Lily's been to movie premieres, and she does amazing things, and so I feel like her true friends are nice and caring and sweet, but people that don't know her, who are jealous, they say mean, terrible things to her. And luckily, she's got some tough skin with this specific subject. You know, this has been Lily's life for 10 years. And honestly, it just breaks my heart to hear that kids are unkind to her. I mean, what the heck? Lay off, humans. We never really know what someone is going through behind closed doors. And the same is true for those we see smiling on the Internet. Mental health is it's been a struggle in our family the last few years with the shutdowns. Lily's really struggled and as have I. And it's been a hard year for so many people to have their entire world shut down the beginning of 2020 and you know my kids are human you know and Lily has struggled and and it's hard to keep motivation and keep going and you know because at the end of the day I'm a mom raising a family and my priorities are my girls wellness and well-being and happiness and it's not always rainbows and sunshine We have dark days and we have hard days and we have, you know, as a parent, it's hard to see your kids struggle and go through these things. But it's also good to normalize, like, we're not always Lily's Disneyland surprise, you know. It's a real life with a real family with struggles and financial struggles and bullies. And because of what Katie has seen her own family go through, She has resolved not to judge other people, even if others might pass judgment on her sometimes. I feel like if anybody were to zoom in on their real life, I mean, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm pretty much an open book when it comes to dealing with real life issues and mental health. And I think it's important because our kids, you know, we don't ever want to feel like we're the only ones struggling. And when in reality, everyone's struggling. Everyone has something that you know, a brick that they're carrying. And even Chloe, you know, we've all dealt with different levels of sadness and dealing with heartache and 
You know, it's a huge misconception, I think, within the meme community that we're just these multi-millionaires and this is not how it is. Memes are a picture on the internet and money is only made when advertising comes into play. And, you know, we have the same struggles as everybody else, but we've been able to do some incredible things. So it kind of balances out like blessings versus trials versus learning. It's just, it's life. It's just a normal life that we find normal, that everyone else finds extra extraordinary. A normal life with normal ups and downs. It's hard being a mom. It's hard having your kids be famous. It's hard. Every day is hard. And it's so easy to judge somebody based on a moment in time or a picture or an image or an experience or an Instagram feed. You know, there's real people behind these pictures that have felt and dealt with things and have you know, felt alone and sad, and yet we're out here in this public eye, and sometimes it's just not the way it is. It's almost not the way it is all the time. So it's very therapeutic for me to be me, which is Katie, and I'm a mom of two girls, and I have an amazing husband, and I'm carrying, you know, a family, and so that's the real me. That is the real Katie. And the real Katie decided years ago what the most important part of her life would be, and still is family. You live your life for your kids. You are in the driver's seat 24-7, no breaks. And people choose to just pick up on these, oh, you have amazing, this blessed life. It's so, you know, people don't know what's behind the scenes. And I feel like if I want to take any way from this entire experience is always have an open mind and heart with people that you don't understand. Because those are the people that need your vulnerability to keep going. They need I need you to tell me I'm having a bad day and I can't do this so that I can go, you know what? That was me last week. I know how you feel. I'm going to get in the ditch with you and we're going to do this together. And my husband and I were in the ditches alone a lot. And we had a lot of people jumping in and out. But at the end of the day, like I had my people and that's really all you need. If everyone could just get a little dirty for the people we care about, people we don't know, strangers, like what a world it would be. And even through the struggles of mental health, the Clems don't live in the closet about their difficulties. If anything, it helps them understand the pain others must be going through, famous or not. When it comes to mental health, Lily is a huge advocate with suicide awareness. Um, We've worked with the Happiness Project They're a really great organization that is all about suicide awareness because suicide amongst teenagers is an epidemic right now. So we've been very vocal with our support. A little more about the Happiness Project. They say their mission is to elevate happiness throughout the world while supporting those impacted by mental health issues. I want to be real, not fake, be a good example of somebody that someone can look up to. On May 18th, 2021, Lily posted a picture of herself on her Instagram, smiling in a light blue hoodie and sporting the Happiness Project's logo. Included with the photo was a personal message from Lily that said, 2020 was a hard year for all of us. I know I struggled and still do. There is no shame in admitting that you are not okay and need help. Talk to your friends, look out for each other, and be kind. The world needs you. I feel like nowadays it's very hard to like find what's real and what's not with like social media and everybody's just like putting out what they want people to see. But that's never really been who I am. 
I want to be someone relatable. Heartfelt words from the same sensitive girl we saw break down in tears of gratitude 10 years ago. We going? We're leaving today to go to Disneyland. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Are we done? Yes, we're going. (laughs) (laughs) I asked Katie why she thinks all this craziness happened to her family and not some other family. Out of the millions of families out there, why were the Clems the ones struck by lightning twice? That is a question that I don't know if I know. I mean, if I am looking into like eternal perspective, 100% to humble us, to bless us, to give us access to some incredible experiences and people. Like we have made lifelong friends that'll be at my girls' weddings and in their life forever because of this experience. And I think that is one of the major things. But also, it goes back to me holding Lily in the hospital and knowing that somehow, some way, she was going to touch the world with her spirit and who she is. And that's exactly what happened. It was a very weird way that it happened. But, like, there was a moment in time where people were, and they still can, click on her video to watch her just pure gratitude. And nothing about Lily has changed when it comes to that. That's just who she is. And I love that that has kind of been her legacy. And she continues to kind of be a light to people by talking about her mental health. Plans for the future is just to continue to focus on my marriage and our family and kind of let the things come in organically. Katie told me that future plans just consist of normal things, like the girls continuing to go to local schools, some plans they have to visit family, and how she'd like to take the kids to Walt Disney World in Florida soon, somewhere they actually haven't been yet, which surprised me. So if you're listening, Walt Disney World cast members, you may want to keep an eye out for this familiar family because they are definitely fans of yours. In the meantime, Katie continues to raise her family in faith and hope, being examples to many, but most importantly, supporting each other, all while they continue to touch the world. If you want to follow any of the uplifting members of this family, you can follow Chloe on Instagram at Chloe Clem. And you can follow Lily on Instagram at Lily A. Clem. And you can also see their videos on YouTube by going to the channel called Lily and Chloe Official. I will also be sure to post links to both their Disneyland surprise videos and social profiles at PositivityPodcast.com, which means, that's right, we have a website now. We are official. Uh, And of course, special thanks to Katie and her family for taking the time to talk to me. I mean, they are awesome humans and they are very busy. Lots of important publications looking to talk to them and they were nice enough to talk to little old me. And if anyone listening to this does have an uplifting story to tell, you can share that story with us by going to our new website at PositivityPodcast.com and clicking on the Submit Your Story link. Also, if you want to help support our efforts to tell true uplifting stories in this crazy world, the best way to do that is to sign up for our Patreon, where you'll get access to each podcast episode a few days early for as little as a dollar per month. I feel like a salesperson, which I'm totally bad at. But yes, it is very helpful to support us there. And and trust me, every dollar helps. Um, Right now, I basically just pay for everything out of my own pocket because, I mean, I believe in the purpose behind this podcast. 
But of course, I'm by no means a wealthy human, so you know. If you happen to be one of those, that's awesome for you, and I will by no means object to you joining our Patreon. (laughs) But of course, if you're not one of those, I get it. You can also support us by leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, which, as of this recording, it looks like we've been on top Apple Podcast charts in the documentary category, which is awesome. So that's because of all of you subscribing, listening, leaving reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I mean, most importantly, think of the episodes you've heard so far here. And if there's someone who comes to mind who might benefit from hearing a certain story, please share an episode with that person. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, where you can message us. And to each of you listening, just know that I appreciate you. I'm grateful for people like you who share the belief that I have that there is this need to shine a spotlight on the good in the world. And honestly, this just wouldn't be possible without you. (laughs) And as I say all this, I just picture Chloe's side eye look watching me say all this mushy stuff, which I mean, that meme is pretty hilarious. It's definitely worth looking at. Anyway, I hope you all have a fantastic day filled with people just like you. And always remember, you're worth more than you know. (laughs) 